Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer, and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing. With so many fun things happening this spring, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, it's hard to find great-looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection, and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I know you'll be alright Even when times get hard And you feel like you're in the dark You will see just how beautiful life can be when you soften your heart. You can finally start to live your truth is life. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's your host, Lisa Haim. And I think I've mentioned it like 400 times by now. But back in August, I was a panelist on a pro aging conversation brought together by a company called Great Lakes Wellness. They're a collagen company. They are the goat, the OG. They've been making collagen for 100 years. That's how long they've been in business. So they are not here for the trend. They don't try and be the trend, but they are here to create a great product. This is not sponsored by them, but it is framing up where this next episode is going. So I was invited on this panel and it seemed like really positive messaging and I was humbled to be on it and even more humbled when I saw my co-panelists were women ages 50 plus and then even more humbled when I arrived and met these firecracking women. These women were the strongest, most powerful, most confident women that I've been around in a long time and they're all passionate about reframing what it means to get older and talking about it in a drastically different way than anything I've ever been exposed to. I've mentioned a few times leading up to this episode and hopefully future episodes that I'm not an expert here. I'm not trying to be a pro-aging influencer by any means, but I am trying to soak up this 
opposite information of everything else that I've been told about aging so that there is more room and spaciousness when I think about aging. So it doesn't just feel like a downward spiral. And so I don't say the same things that I've heard older women say around me that contaminated my idea of what it means to get older. To be afraid of aging, to fight it every step of the way is to live with fear and to live really small and to not recognize all the ways that you're shrinking yourself. Again, I don't sit here as a pro, as somebody who has it all figured out by any means, but I'm excited to bring forward the people that are really changing the conversation as we know it and how we see it. So today's guest is Wendy Euler of Goodbye Crop Top and Cropped a Midlife Minute podcast. And Wendy is awesome. She is embodying what it means to be 54. She very organically shares her age. She doesn't try and tuck it away. And what that looks like for her as a woman who and a model and somebody who also has an eight-year-old got pregnant for the third time at age 40. I mean, the way she lives her life is so emboldened, empowering, and hopefully contagious. I hope that you love this episode as much as I do, and I hope you continue to follow along no matter what your age is with Wendy and her mission. Again, no matter what your age is, if you're 20 and think you're invincible to aging, if you're 30 and afraid to listen to Wendy, or if you're 50, 60, 70, maybe even 80, and you're like, it's too far gone for me. Wendy teaches us how to embrace aging so that every day we wake up and we continue to be our truthiest selves. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me. As always, I hope you have a great week. Keep on living your truthiest life. I'm so excited for today's guest. We've got my new friend, Wendy, who I've mentioned that I went to this amazing event, the collagen event in New York City, and I spoke on a panel for pro-aging back in August. And I arrived to this event, and to my surprise, my co-panelists were a bit older than I was, but far wiser than I was. And suddenly, I didn't understand my place and value in the room, but I left that event humbled, eyes wide open, and ready to continue this conversation about pro-aging. So the first person I met was Wendy. So hi, Wendy. Welcome to The Truthiest Life. Thanks for having me, Lisa. And I wouldn't say you weren't. I, I think you're very wise, actually, a very old soul. I, I, I think you're amazing. So don't discount yourself there. I do understand why they brought me on, but it was cool to read the room and recognize that it was my place to mostly listen at the event to you and the other co-women who were amazing. I mean, the event was run phenomenally. I've been talking about this collagen company, yeah. Great Lakes Wellness, for the yeah. last month now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, it was run very well. It was very fun. And I like Great Lakes too, because they've been doing this for a really, really long time. They didn't hop on any bandwagon. And I really like that. They've had this message for a hundred years, right? So I think that's how long they've been doing this. Anyway, there you go, Great Lakes. We'll give you a plug yeah, today. Yeah. And this, this, yeah. this episode Brought is not plugged. Yeah. Not plugged by Great Lakes, but it might as well be. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I saw Wendy walk in from the other side of the room and her energy, your energy was magnetic. It was powerful. It was like Oprah vibes. Like you walk so clearly planted in your own shoes, 
confident in who you were wearing this cool vest and displaying not fashion, but style that really inspired me to, first of all, think about my own style, fashion, who am I through what I wear, but also kind of served as an entryway to speak to you. There was an approachability to you that came with this power, right? Do, do you feel that? Like you've got power, but you're oh also open. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. I'm very flat. That's a really nice thing to say. That makes me feel... Oh, and she's a model. And she's a model. So she's beautiful. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, that, that means a lot to me. And I, I honestly, you know, I talk a lot about intention, but I, I don't think I intentionally walk in a room that way. I think it is a accumulation of life experience and things that have literally been thrown at me. I mean, they say life happens for you, which I agree with, but you know, it hasn't always been easy for me. And I think that the more you prevail, the more you come through, you know, it's not necessarily the, the what's that happened to you. It's, it's what you do after that and how you get through it. And I think it's just a a lot of those (laughs) and, um, you know, and a lifetime of experience and, Wow, that's a really big compliment. I, I appreciate that. I'm actually kind of speechless for the, you know, I don't get speechless. And I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it speaks to the audience that you've accumulated online. You have a blog website beyond that called Goodbye Crop Top. And looking through your Instagram, not just your content, but looking at your audience, I imagine they look at you the way that I look at you, which is we've all been through a lot, like nobody gets through this life unscathed, not to minimize the things that you speak on or to say that I understand them or grasp them. But some of us get broken down by these things. Maybe we have moments where we have strength, but you seem to overall carry a sense of strength that I'm sure a lot of us women are looking up to. Do you think that that's what your audience sees in you and wants to embody? I think so. But I I, want to be clear that I have bad days too. And my life's not perfect. I mean, I'm going through some stuff now, personally, to be honest. And, um, but I actually pretty early in my life, I came to understand that that is the way it is. You know, things are always going to be thrown at you. You're always going to have better days than others. And, and you just got to keep moving. I mean, I know that sounds so simple and maybe a bit like Pollyanna, like, oh, but it's, I, I, I think when you just realize, you know, contradicting a bit what I said, but life does happen for you. So if something goes wrong, that's not the right path, you know, it's, it's, it's happening for you and taking you a different direction. So I think it's my acceptance of these things. Actually, that's how I'll answer that. Because I also have bad days. I also have sad days. I also have days when I look in the mirror and I go, oh my God, you know, and we all do. And I stopped comparing myself to anyone a very long time ago. I stopped expecting anything from anyone a very long time ago. And my life changed because of that. My life got better. I've experienced some loss. Um, You know, when I was 25 years old, I held my best friend's feet when she took her last breath of air. And she was a virgin until she was you know, till five years before that. And she slept with one man and he gave her AIDS and she died five years later. And I'm watching this. We're from Kansas, for God's sake, you know, and that moment changed my life. And then it keeps changing my life because when I had kids, I realized I watched parents lose a child that day, which is something I couldn't even grasp in that moment. And 
these tragedies become a gift. And did I want that to happen? Would I? No, none of that. But these tragedies, these horrible things that we go through, and it's all relative. Some people's experiences aren't that bad. Some are much worse, you know? So it's all relative to where we are in in our lives. And, you know, acknowledging the reality of everyone's feelings and experiences. I'm I'm trying to, to do that here and in my space and on my platform, but, um, but I, you know, I've had so many awakenings and I just thought when I hit 49, I was looking around for any kind of, I love style and I love to write. So I, I love, I love to write my podcasts. I love to write essays. You know, there's many out there I've written. I love, and I love style. And my whole life I've had magazines and diaries and notebooks and poems and crammed under my bed. I mean, all the way into my 40s, I still do. And I would pull them out and those were my happiest moments. And I thought, when I was 49, I thought, no one's talking about the fact that this second half, whatever you want to call it, midlife, it is honestly the best time of our lives for me because I feel free. I feel like I've shed the skins of insecurity at my 20s and 30s and 40s and every decade gets better. And so I thought I'm going to start writing about that. I went on a hike with a good friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, and we got to the cars and we were emotional. And she said, listen, every time I go hike with you, I feel better. And I have some kind of nugget to take away to to make my life better. And she said, not every 49-year-old woman feels like you do. Wendy, you know, and why don't you talk about it? Why don't you write about it? Why don't you? And in that moment, I went, I think that I think I will. And I was terrified to do it. And I I thought, well, I'm gonna start writing and do a blog. And then a younger friend marketing person friend of mine said, well, you have to have social media and Instagram. And I thought, Oh, like, I don't want to do that. And then that's been my greatest vehicle. So there you go. I love your social media. It really reads differently than how a lot of other people are using it because you're staying authentic to you. One of the things that I journaled to myself earlier this year was to only show up when I have something powerful to say you have to produce content to stay relevant on social media. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of noise. But when you go to your page, every post has something valuable to take home. And it's clear that you're not comparing yourself to others, that you're not trying to, like that you're just in your own lane, online and offline. And the confidence that you exude through your posts really do come through. So you started Goodbye Crop Top. And what is that word, phrase, really mean because I could see you wearing a crop top, even though the name is Goodbye Crop Top. And I do sometimes. So yeah, so I'll tell you, well, first of all, thank you for that because that is what I do. I mean, I've stayed away from 90% of brand deals, you know, and, and there's a reason because, and it's going in the right direction finally. And I'm, I, I've got a couple good things coming up, which I can't talk about, but actually are happening. And I'm a little bit freaked out and, but it's, it's where I want to go, you know, and, and I feel like, because it's been a long five years for me to, for turning down dollars really. And, staying on this path, but I, I, I do believe, and you'll see later this month, I, I do believe some, some really powerful things are happening. So I'm excited about that. And I'll just add but, in that a good reminder that when you say no to things, 
you end up saying yes to other things. You don't realize in the moment, but people are afraid to say no. Scarcity mindset kicks in, but saying no leads to yes down the line. You know, some of my pillars are, and I'll answer the goodbye crop top question in a minute, but you know, I've, I've always wanted to be thoughtful, offer value, something tangible, something that makes you better, you know, not just look at me in my cute sweater. Great. You know, I mean, like, so the, the thoughtfulness, I want to keep a, you know, a bit of a cerebral nature around what I do and smart. And those have been my, my real pillars to, to give something, to offer something. So, you know, and I get a lot of questions like, when are you going to, what do you do? Like, are you going to do a clothing line or what? I'm like, can I just put good content? Like, isn't good content the most, do we need more consumer products out there? Like, I want to put good content out in the world and that's what I want to do. And I believe I can do it and, and do good and do well, which is maybe finally starting to happen. So goodbye crop top. I was starting this and I did not know what to call it. There are a few things on the table, you know, and I'm going, "Eh." and I was doing the laundry and I pulled a shirt out of the dryer and I went, "Eh, I'll toss it to my daughter. And I said, I'm done with crop tops. You know, I've said goodbye to crop tops. You can have this, you know? And I thought, well, that's catchy, you know, goodbye crop top. And I come from advertising and marketing. That was my career, my previous career. And and some people said, no, 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 that's not going to age. It's not going to go well. It's not going to last. And then a couple of people said, you've got, you have to do it. And so it's a metaphor. I mean, it's a slight suggestion of what to let go of and, you know, as you age and what to hold on to, but I wear crop tops and I, it's, it's a, it's just intended to be catchy and funny and, and, and not taken so seriously. Right. But that's the story. It was that simple. It was that literal, you know? I shrunk a shirt, became a crop top. and Embracing your age of where you're at now, but kind of with the asterisk of if you feel good in a crop top, wear a crop top. That's what I take from it. So you've really got to understand the real non-judgmental notion of your podcast. I'm sorry, of your podcast and your brand. Yeah, of of course. And yeah, I think that I, I, I really, really believe this and this falls into so many categories, but style is one. If you wear what you're comfortable in and what puts a spring in your step, everyone else is better for that. Everyone, you know, I wrote an essay on Thanksgiving and I'm like, this is just something that comes to mind. Like I, for so long, I'm like, what's the perfect Thanksgiving with the brown hues and or, you know, I'm like, you don't need to dress like you're going to a fox hunt because you're going to a Thanksgiving dinner. Like if you want to wear a black silk dress, wear that. You know, if you want to wear jeans and a sweater, wear that. Don't dress for other people don't necessarily even dress for an occasion, dress for you because everyone is, everyone around you is better. You're not fidgety. You know, I I think that goes to everything. I think that goes to Botox, to whatever you want to do that makes, I get asked that question a lot, you know, what's your feeling on Botox and plastic surgery? You know what? Always question, question your intentions around everything. Why are you doing it? If you're 50 doing it to look 30, I really would reconsider what you're doing. If you're 50 doing it to look a little more rested and maybe you have some deep creases between your eyes and it makes you feel happier and better, do that. I just have no, I have no judgment uh, for any of that. I just own it and do it and be yourself and feel good about yourself. I think it's worth all of us calling ourselves out on judging other women for what they're wearing 
when I was pregnant, I, it was during the summer when I was very pregnant and I didn't buy too much maternity wear and a lot of my regular shirts are just like bigger and flowier. So what became like a crop top became a crop crop top in pregnancy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I had a video or two that went viral on TikTok because I was wearing a crop top and the debates from women like, you know, you shouldn't be wearing that, you're pregnant. And then the other half that were like, let her wear what she wants. But the long and short of that whole conversation was, it was women. It was women taking me down and it was women building me up. And we have a choice as women to always build each other up and allow ourselves to be more free and fight the confines of shoulds and shouldn'ts and these beliefs that a pregnant belly should be covered or not, or a belly that's 50 that has, you know, wrinkles or stretch marks or whatever should be covered versus not. I, I don't know. I just think that it's worth kind of mentioning that we as women can be the culprits of this oh, negativity. Oh, God, yes. It's, 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 um, but we can change it. Let me tell you something. I believe this. The second you lose judgment, the second you stop judging other people, the shackles fall off. That is your freedom when you are not judging others because then you're not judging yourself. It's just a, that's a whole, the floodgates open of goodness. Like who has time to pick on you and your crop? I, I just like, who has time to try to make anyone feel bad about themselves? And I'll tell you who does is people who are feeling really bad about themselves. So, I mean, it's that simple, but I, I really, I really believe that two things. One, when you stop judging others and when you stop comparing yourself, you are free. You're free. And it's a, for me at least, it's a continual practice of noticing, oh, that judgment's coming up about somebody else, which is really about myself. Notice, check in, get that crap under control, stop projecting into the universe. So I think a lot of people just aren't sitting with themselves, like especially with social media, it's such an active place to speak. There's not a lot of reflecting going on. And I, I think if we could just recalibrate each day, with prayer, with meditation, with mm -hmm. silence in bed before you wake up, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think that people would be pulling from a different place. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. 
With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You call yourself an age activist, and I come from a world where that word doesn't really exist. I have seen nobody exemplify it. What does it mean to be a pro-age activist, and what inspired you to start thinking differently about your age? Well, I think I've always thought differently about it, to be honest, and because of some of the experiences I had in my past. And I've never taken it for granted. I've always looked at aging as a privilege. I I, I hate the words anti-aging because I wake up tomorrow and I'm a day older and I'm happy to be a day older. So I, I really, you will not see me holding a bottle or supporting a product ever that says anti-aging on the bottle because the alternative to that is to be in a box or an urn. And I'm not quite ready for that. I quite frankly feel better than I've ever felt in my life. So I think that I've always felt like getting older and wiser and better is a gift because of experiences, because I don't know if I was born. I just never, I've never been scared of aging. And so I don't think there was necessarily a big shift. I think there was just a moment with my friend after that hike. And then I read Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, twice in one week, which helped me to put fear behind me to start talking about this. And yeah, so I, I wish I had some big pivotal moment or awakening, but I've, I've always felt that way, Lisa. I've just never taken it for granted. And especially when my friend died at 25, I just went, wow, there's so many people that would just do anything to be here. And be loving the people they love and having a life. And, you know, it's all around you, you know? And I say like, sit down with someone who's dying, who doesn't want to be dying who's 40 years old and ask them how they feel about aging. You know, like you, you've got to put yourself in the face of, of things and not ignore what's going on. For instance, my, my daughter's favorite math teacher at her high school two weeks ago was he rides his bike to school because he wants to save the planet and he's the greatest guy and he's the greatest teacher. Not lazy, extensive videos for the kids and wore a bow tie every day and that guy got hit by a car who ran a red light and he's dead. But take a minute and think about those things, not to a point of depressing yourself, but to a point of awakening. It's just that simple for me. And I I think another thing about this is, I I say this so much, I feel like I harp on the same things, but I'm going to harp on them until until the message gets drilled in. But like, who are you hanging around with that makes you feel as a 50-year-old woman like you need to look 30? Who are you hanging around with as a 50-year-old woman that makes you think because you have that handbag, you're better than anyone else? You know, the company you keep is paramount. It is everything. I do not sit down with one person by choice. I mean, I have a lot of things that, you know, as you do that we go to or whatever. But first of all, let me back up and say, I have one lens on for people. I see people. I don't see anyone as better than anyone else or you're better or they're better. I just don't. We're we're all exactly where we're supposed to be. 
we're all doing the best we can. I believe that, you know, but who are you hanging around with? Are they stimulating your mind? Do they make you feel beautiful? I mean, inside and out, are you learning something? Are you teaching them something? Are you helping each other or is it toxic? And we're meant to be together in groups for community, right? But make sure yours is amazing and make sure you leave there feeling better about yourself, not wanting. So we know that aging comes with change from me going from 25 to I'm 34. (laughs) So let's call it 35. There is a change in um, the way I look in the texture of my hair, you know, from a vanity perspective, from a non vanity perspective, from the way my body feels having gone through, you know, pregnancy, a baby breastfeeding, blah, 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 blah. You know, I've had more gravity on my body with more time. So things feel different, sometimes harder. How do you face the challenges that come with aging? The, the things that, that, that point to time is moving more quickly. Uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of my question. To say that, okay, we know that, that you have a cognitive relationship to aging that's very positive, but when you get hit with the harder things, feelings, sensations, emotions, does anything come up for you or how do you approach these challenges? You have to live in the moment, especially as you age. You have to wake up every day and do the best you can to be present and not think about what's ahead or how saggy your ass is or, you know, because your body does change. I've gained, I've gained between 70 and 80 pounds three times with my three daughters. And at one point I just didn't, I was so unhealthy. I did not think I was going to ever lose the weight. I was depressed. I was, I mean, I've been there. I've been that down and dark. Right. And so, and I was in my mid thirties when that happens, I was, you know, getting up there. And I I think a few things, a lot of women get to a certain point, middle age or past or whatever middle, middle age could be 30 or I don't know what, I don't even know what the definition of that anymore is, but a lot of women, I say women because that's my realm and world of what I'm doing and what we're talking about, right? But get to the point of like, oh my God, I have these deep creases or I've got this da 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 da. And then they head out to look for the quick fix, you know, the quick expensive fix. I'm going to do this because it's going to take everything away and it's the fountain of youth and that and whatever. And we all know, you know, the story behind that and the marketing and the patriarchy and the pressure and the preying on the middle age and all that that goes on out there. That's a whole other conversation, but it's, it's not a quick fix. Okay. So I ask a lot of women this question. I get a lot of, I have a lot of conversations with women and I say, listen, are you waking up each day grateful for the things that are going right in your life? And, and, and this does go back to answer your question. I believe this. I wake up every day and before my feet hit the ground, I think about maybe something I need to be better at that day. I wasn't as patient yesterday. Okay. So today it's patience, kindness. I do a three to five minute meditation before my feet hit the ground. Okay. So I do that. Get yourself in the right mind. It's all about a mindset. doesn't matter if your ass is sagging three more inches. It's, it's what goes on in here and who you're hanging around with and what you're doing. Right. So do that. And then instead of buying the $300 cream that you think is going to make you feel better, are you practicing your basics? And I've talked about this for years. Are you drinking water? Are you moving your body? 
do you have some kind of a spiritual practice? That can be music. That can be sitting in front of a tree. I don't know, whatever your thing is. It can be Christianity or Buddhism. I don't care. Do you have something that make let's, you know, that that some moment where you understand it's bigger than you? I, I believe that. Water, move your body, that. Who are you hanging around with? And what are you putting in? Your mouth, your ears, your eyes. What are you putting in? And that's all free. That doesn't cost you anything. And and if you're doing all that, then let's talk about how you feel about those crow's feet. Mm. Because you probably won't be thinking about them very much. I think it was interesting that you said, and that's a whole other conversation as you talked about the patriarchy. And (laughs) I just want to go back to it, maybe not in full, but I think a lot of the things that we get dragged down from kind of take us into the nitty gritty and the macro of that is the patriarchy, is the societal (laughs) expectations of women that are so deeply ingrained into us that some listeners might now might be saying, what are you saying? You're making this such a different, bigger conversation. That's fine if you're that's where you're at right now. All I ask you to do is perhaps just bring curiosity to what I'm saying, because if you're feeling really crappy about yourself one day, you are really granular. You are disempowered. You are in fear mode. But when you can recognize all the systems that are at play making you feel that way, I think up comes a charge of F that. That's not true. I need to change the system for the future generations. And I know that that's not necessarily possible and I'm oversimplifying something bigger, but I think when it comes to a lot of women disempowerment things, we chalk it up to being just think different. But let's also talk about what is shrinking us so that Mm -hmm. we have awareness um, and and can kind of have that charge against it. One Mm -hmm. of the things that really opened my eyes up to aging that you mentioned is that you, how old are you? I know it's okay to ask you that. 54. So you're 54 years old. You're really into style and fashion and yet nobody's trying to sell you clothes. And you've, you're mm-hmm. at the age bracket that's ready to spend the money. So let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that. What the heck situation? That's a massive disconnect there. Yes, you're right. And so one positive thing I'll say is that I do model on the side and that's not just to pay the bills and support what I've been doing, to be honest. So it's not what I aspire to. I mean, I'm grateful for it, but it's not. But there's a lot of jobs out there. It's picking up. Everyone, you know, it is in this diverse category of, you know, every time I go somewhere, I'm representing the AARP, I'm sure. (laughs) But, you know, it's like, but there, but it is changing. I do see it. I do see a shift. And whether it's because they have to or not, it's happening. Right. So I do see a little bit of a, of a, of a shift there, more work, more work for 40 plus models. If you, I modeled in my early twenties, if you would have told me I'd be going on a modeling job at 54, I would allow, I, that would have been hysterical because at 28, I was getting too old. I want to recognize a couple of positive things that are, that are going on there. And, and, you know, just God, I mean, you're changing it and you're 34. So now you're going to be coming into it, you know, a lot sooner than any of us did. And I just think this narrative has to change, but I do see, I do see a bit of a shift. And, and I'll tell you this to the brands, it's not going away for a long time. Like there's a big group of us that are going to be 
one behind me, me and the one ahead that are going to be purchasing for many, many years. So I, I don't know. I, I, a few people are catching on. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro. The first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybrezza.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation, compatible device and vehicle required. You also say that 50 is not the new 40. 40 is not the new 30. We hear that thrown around a lot in a seemingly positive light. But why are you here to say that 50 is not the new 40? 50 is the new 50. I love 50. I love my 50s. And I'm 50, not 30. I don't ever want to be 30 again. I I don't ever want to be 40 again. I love where I am. And I love being 50. So I don't want to call it anything else. Mm. 50 is a new 50. I'm not the 50 my mom was at 50. It's a, it's a whole new 50. So it doesn't have to be 30 anymore. It can be 50 now. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. And the reason that I, again, want to continue to bring on experts on this conversation, and by experts, I mean people who are, are living this out as they get into the brackets that we tend to call, quote unquote, old or not acknowledge in the same way, is because... I don't know a lot on this because I haven't been there and because my mind is so moldable like clay to harmful information for me. And it has Mm -hmm. been my whole life. Uh, Sitting on the panel with you and the other three women that possessed the same strength and exuberance that you have was such a wake up call for me because we tend to think that life is kind of like after your, let's call it mid thirties, like downward, you know? And I actually read something recently. I talked about it on last week's podcast that there's a U-shaped happiness curve in life, meaning that actually the thirties and forties are really hard and sad for many people. But what we don't know is that that picks up after 50, 60. And, and we're very much told that that it doesn't, that life gets harder, sadder. You know, one of the things that one of the other panelists very openly shared was that her sex life is better than ever at age 70 yes. or so, you know, yes. but we don't, yeah. we don't think of that. We really think that things are getting harder, more, uh, less energy in our body. And you all showed 
with your energy that that's not the case. And we, yeah. we really don't see that a lot. I, I have to acknowledge, though, Lisa, that things do get harder as you get older. More bad things happen. Parents die. Friends are sick. I mean, husbands leave. You're an empty nester. A lot of sad things happen in this second half of life, and they're happening all around me. But I'm better. I'm better than I've ever been. So it's how you handle that. You know, I, I, I mean... Life can certainly be woe is me till the till the till you take your last breath, but it is a choice, you know. I work hard. I don't just wake up every day and go, you know, with birds fl- fluttering around me and like, you know, singing zippity doo dah. It's like it's it's work. So it is, and it is harder, but it's better <laughs> because we're so much stronger and wiser and better. And we know to gain perspective from experiences and to be more grateful and to live harder and better. Not to pivot. And and it seems like a pivot, but it's not. Your page talks a lot about style and getting dressed and what to wear. I think that a lot of women stop doing that as they get older. And with that goes a sense of self out the window. Oh, leave the fashion for the young people. When I come to your page and I see you wearing, you're carrying the clothes in such a beautiful way. What, what do you think is the relationship between aging and style and the mental molding of getting dressed and expressing yourself through clothes? (laughs) Because to have style, you have to know yourself. And I think when you're younger, one, you're not dressing for yourself. You're dressing for other people. You're dressing for trends. You're dressing for... I mean, there, there are of people that are, you know, that, that aren't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's the norm. And I, I think that's the best way to explain it, that the older you get, the more you should understand who you are and know what makes you tick and what you're comfortable in. And therefore you know, that breeds your own personal style. I believe that. And I see a lot of women tap into their style at 40 and 50 because they've been living for trends and other people and things. Finally, they go, screw that. I'm comfortable in the, you know, Western wear. And that's what makes me feel good. Or I'm comfortable in the, you know, and I think that's the answer. Yeah, I I hope that that serves as an invitation or prompt. Our listeners are all ages, but for anybody who has kind of lost their sense of self and wakes up in the morning and puts on whatever they think they have to wear for their age, I hope that that just gives you an invitation to think, what do I want to wear that's going to excite me, express me, make me feel good when I leave the house? And it's that distinction between fashion versus style that you so eloquently kind of say, and you never have to lose a sense of style just because you are aging. Well, yeah. And as Iris Apfel said, you can buy fashion. You can't buy style. Fashion's a business. Style is personal. And, you know, I think that, um, I also think that what you're wearing and how you present yourself is a barometer of where you are in your life. I mean, and I've been there when I was 80 pounds overweight and wearing overalls that had stains on them and one side was broken off and I didn't care. I just didn't care. I was mentally, I was in a, an unhappy marriage. I was, I I just, so many things were were not aligned inside of me. 
And I presented myself that way. I didn't care. And you have a big age gap between your, mm -hmm. I believe your youngest daughter and your middle, correct? Well, my, my oldest daughter is 20. My middle daughter is 17, a senior in high school. And my eight-year-old is a second grader, three girls. How old were you when you had your eight-year-old? That you 46. Were... Okay. So I think that's like a important topic mm -hmm. to discuss here. You had a baby at age 46. We did IVF and we had one embryo. What was it like to go through thing. pregnancy at 46, postpartum you know at 46? The, no, all of that was great. So this is um, this is a different father than the, the other two girls. We got married and he didn't have kids. And so I said, I'll try once. And my doctor said, you should just do IVF. You're 46. Let's just, you know, make sure everything's good. So we did. That was the choice we made. And the pregnancy, the IVF was a little bit brutal. The pregnancy was not bad. But the sleep deprivation at 46 and getting through a new baby was a, and she had colic and basically screamed for 11 weeks. It, it was absolute hell. I'd do it all over again, of course. Then now I think, I really believe she's keeping me young. She's extremely bright and curious and wants to learn new things and do things all the time. And I think it I think it keeps a, a spring in my step. What's it like to, I'd assume, I apologize if I'm incorrect here, but to be around the parents that are her? <laughs> you're, not, you're not incorrect, especially in Montana. Oh my God. I should probably live in a coastal city. No, you're you're spot on. I know exactly what you're trying to say. It's interesting because they're, you know, some a lot of them are your age, mid thirties. And yeah, I, mean, I have it's, friends uh, who have eight-year-olds. <laughs> I got to laugh. I could be the moms of the mom. I could be the mom of the moms. But they're nice. I, but there are a number of, I mean, a, a, a good num, a good little handful of, of women in their mid-40s, which is not that far back from me. So. And how does your daughter feel? I had like older parents in quotes too. My mom was, I think, 35 when she had me, which, you know, go back 30 years, that was late. And then my dad was 40. So even now my parents are, you know, even just 10 years older than a lot of my friends. But I do remember kind of feeling something about that. Does your daughter... What's I don't her? think she notices just yet. Cool. But we'll, okay. we'll have this conversation in a couple of years. You also, <laughs> you know, have not. a different approach to aging. So without your yeah. input on that, that might be different. Uh, okay, so we hear a lot about the worst parts of getting older. We hear about that a lot. There's a lot of fear that comes with it. In your opinion, can you share one best part of getting older, physically and emotionally? Emotionally, just not caring what anybody thinks. Easy, okay. Easy. And I genuinely don't. I mean, I do as far as like, I care about people, but I, I, people's opinions, I whatever. Is there anything physically, physically that gets better? I'm not insecure when I look in the mirror. I feel good about everything my body has done for me and with me. I wear my scars proudly. I, I have never been so secure in my own skin. I was so insecure in my 20s and 30s with my body and the way I looked and looking, you know, and, I, and, and that's gone. I mean, I just, there's so much. I've never felt so strong. I've never felt so capable. And when you show up to a modeling shoot, even though they know that they're hiring somebody in their 50s, is there any attempt to conceal? No. No. By them or by you? Like, do you do? No. no, nothing. 
That's awesome. You're there because you're 50, mm. you know? And you answered this question that I had a little bit, which was what does friendship mean in this stage of your life? But mm. it you kind of very succinctly said, uh, hang around people that build you up, make you feel good, inspire you, help you think differently. Teach you. Teach you. And what does Teach romanticism you. or partnership look like in this stage of your life versus, let's call it, your late 20s, early 30s? Well, I mean, I think it goes in line with everything we're saying. You know, your insecurities are far less, if not gone, and you just kind of tell it like it is. You, you know, don't let anybody run over you or make you feel inferior or I mean it's it's just it's all better that's all better communication is better and more honest and not superficial and you have a great Instagram page that we can find out more but you also have a unique podcast can you tell us about cropped where we can find it and why it's different Yeah, it's on all platforms and it's called Cropped a Midlife Minute. And I was doing long format interviews and those are still up there too. And they're pretty, there's some pretty amazing, amazing ones out there. And then I took a break and I came back with a five minute podcast, which is usually just me, although that's going to change in this next season. I'll just say I'm going to bring on one guest a month and do a five minute kind of cool conversation. So it's just five minutes and my goal, it's every Monday, it's going to start up again in November. My goal is that you listen on Mondays, Monday mornings, and you have a takeaway for the week to, to make it better, to put a spring in your step. It's positive. It's meant to be. And I'll, I'll say, we talked about this in person, but for those of you that hang around this podcast and listen, it is very hard to do podcasting in five minutes. So what sounds like maybe easy <laughs> that she's putting out there has a lot of prep work to tighten and charge you up real quick. So I just want to Thank you. acknowledge that. It's very that. hard. I thought it was going to be a lot easier than the long format, but it's, it's harder because it has to be so succinct and so valuable. And I'm extremely particular. So we like to be a little introspective before you go on this podcast. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of it so far, but what does self-respect mean to you in your fifties? I think self-respect means definitely, and we hear this a lot now, but um, well, with others having boundaries, Mm. you know, having boundaries with relationships, with your yeses, with your nos, with your time self-respect to me is where I put my energy. I'm extremely selective about where my energy goes and who it goes with. Self-respect is the consistency in taking care of yourself every day. I don't mean like big self-care things like massage and things like that, but your, I think if your daily practices and your basics, if you can do that, that's self-respect. And on those hard days where you're feeling down on yourself, maybe you have them, maybe you don't. What is your favorite trait about yourself that makes you just feel so proud to be you? That I am me. Mm. Ooh, good answer. Good freaking answer. Because it's, it's been a long road to get here. That's a great yeah. answer. And it really displays such what I would call a true definition of self-love, not the self-love we sometimes see masqueraded on social media that is, you know, about loving your body. And while all of that is great, like a deep liking for yourself, Mm. nobody can take that from you and nothing can shake that. And that is what, that is why you walk through that room at the event with a strength 
and an ability to say, this is who I am, who are you, in a way that was like, oh my gosh, I want to talk to this person, and I also want to be more like her. So thank you for being you, for the content that you put out there. Like she mentioned, sometimes putting out this work isn't lucrative for a long time. Sometimes it's never <laughs> lucrative. I see you, we see you, and I know that a lot of people will be now following along. A lot of my people will be joining your army of people that already love and adore everything you have to say. And that will be reciprocated. And I so appreciate you having me. And um, I don't know if your listeners all know how funny and a little bit irreverent you are, but I fell in love with you in two <laughs> seconds. And that was a really beautiful gift that day. So, and thank you for having me into your precious space. It, I don't take it lightly ever when someone asks me into their space. So I appreciate you. Oh, thank and, you uh, so much. Let's continue on. We will. Thank you. dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 